Alright, welcome to the first installment of the Above Ground Underground Music Podcast. My name is Mark, and a little bit about myself, I love music. And I love music because it can evoke so many different emotions in us. It can evoke happiness, sadness, it can make you want to get up and dance, it can make you want to cry, or it can make you just want to get out and go for a long drive with the windows down. I love music because no one person has the same taste. We all have different tastes, and I feel music is like a person. Every part of it's different, none of it's the same, and we all have different tastes, and there's just so much variety out there for us to enjoy. So with this podcast, I hope to uncover underappreciated and, you know, lesser-known music. Try to find the hidden gems in rock, pop, rap, hip-hop, R&B, whatever. Try to find underappreciated albums, you know, albums that were passed over due to more popular albums being released at time, or even just forgotten over time because people think they were memorable or they weren't what they thought it would be. Or even because they, the artist who released it isn't well-known or they're just not popular. So I hope to uncover songs that you guys don't know or have never heard. And from that, I hope to inspire you guys and get you guys interested in listening to this music because you'd be surprised how good this music is. I mean, obviously it's good, but compared to mainstream, it's so much more natural, it's so much more organic, it's raw, it's not pumped up, it's not, you know, it has been played with to where it's it's artificial. And that's why I love doing this, because the music I find is pure. And I hope to make you guys realize that, and I hope to make you guys want to listen to this and want to support these artists and albums. So, with that, the first album I'll be reviewing is Kevin Abstract's Arizona Baby. This was released April 25th, 2019, and its genre is pop or pop rap. So, a little bit of background. Kevin is a member of the popular rap boy band Brockhampton. This is his second commercial album released. His first one was released in 2016. And with Kevin, although he may be in a popular group, it's been hard for him to find success as a solo artist. And I think that stands true with this album especially, because I've been browsing through multiple pages, and they seem to just blow past this album. Um, There was a lot of music released during that time, but still I think this album is really worth recognizing because it is just really well put together. If it's anything like his work with Brockhampton, it's expected there will be a lot of swears sensitive words, sensitive topics, but with Kevin and the group as a whole, they do what they want, they advocate for certain social issues in today's society, and their tactics may seem unorthodox, but I think they do a really good job of doing, of advocating and getting their issues known. So, you know, a little lesser listener discretion to anyone who would want to listen to this, but I think if you really want to enjoy it, uh, you'll go into it with an open mind, be able to look past it, because there's always a chance that it'll be really good. And so going into this with an open mind, I think, is the best way to go into it. So the album is 11 songs, 
uh, 32 minutes, and the intro track is Big Wheels. At 1 minute and 36 seconds, it's a very good intro. The synth sounds and the electric piercing sounds are really cool, and they complement Kevin's flow, which is obviously really influenced from his group, and it's really typical of him. His distorted voice and the intensifying screeching in the back, it's really interesting. The way he's able to transition into the next song with the distorted guitars and saxophone tunes is really cool. So as I mentioned, it gets right into track number two, Joyride. At 3 minutes and 36 seconds, the brass instruments from the last song are playing an upbeat, feel-good tune. Kevin's vocals are really auto-tuned. I don't know if I really like that. I wasn't really crazy about it. It's very Brockhampton-influenced. I'm not a huge fan of it, but the instrumentals he puts on it and the lyrics are really good. His voice goes through many changes on this song. It almost sounds like more people are being featured. Like, his whole group is on it. That's really just him changing his voice and changing his tunes. And I really enjoy that. Track number three is titled Georgia. At three minutes and 40 seconds, he opens his vocals very high-pitched and very tuned up. Again, a very big influence from his group. I think the woozy instrumental and Kevin reminiscing, saying, I got Georgia on my mind, ain't nobody left behind, or call my mom and let her know that everything's all right. It's pretty touching. The chorus is really catchy. The very auto-tuned ad-libs, yeah, 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 add a nice compliment, I think, because they're so high-pitched, they compliment Kevin's relatively deep voice. And I think this song is pretty beautiful. Again, Kevin plays with his voice a lot, and I think he's able to achieve very, a success with that. Track four is titled Corpus Christi. At 2 minutes and 52 seconds, Kevin opens up with his typical rapping. He talks about tour experiences, about betrayal, how he's all gonna die, he's gonna die with all his money and that's it. And it's a little sad to hear that he's think, he thinks about this. He's totally changed his tune from upbeat to now depressing as he looks back on childhood memories, saying one day he'll make up for all his wrongs. He brings up Amir Van, which is... Amir Van is a former member of Brockhampton. He and Kevin were uh, easily the two best rappers on the, in the group. And the group and Amir had a falling out. And it's obvious he misses Amir because they were really close. And so he apologizes for all the problems he's caused. And it's a real heart-wrencher of a song. He pours out his sorrow on this track. And the song ends with him repeating, Why Me? Track number five, titled Baby Boy. 3 minutes and 32 seconds, Kevin dives right back into the sad lyrics with Every time I find myself, I feel so lost, and every truth that I discover feels so false. He's putting his heart on the beat, and it shows how gifted he is as a rapper while being able to touch my emotions because it's a really beautiful song. It sounds great, the production's great. Kevin sticks to simpler sounds and simpler beats compared to earlier in the album when it was more abstract no pun intended. The beats are slower, they're thicker, and they give a sad vibe. While the lyrics are sad, they're still kind of catchy with the spacey guitar in the back, making it even sound even more be even better. Kevin can sing a rap with a ton of different sounds, and this song exemplifies that because it sounds really well. 
The dramatic ending of this song with all the drums and, and the noise coming together ends this track really well. Track number six, titled Mississippi. At three minutes and 37 seconds, Kevin comes in with his auto-tune and even more heavy lyrics. The distortion as he sings the hook, Don't Get Me Twisted With Your Mississippi Love, brings back memories of Brockhampton's older albums to me. It's a pretty catchy song with Kevin sounding robotic over a very simple beat. The song ends with a minute left to listen to a Latin-sounding guitar that fades into quiet for the last for the last thirty seconds of the album, of the song. Excuse me. Track number seven is titled "Use Me." At two minutes and twelve seconds, Kevin comes in with a gospel choir, and he raps over it for a bit. But probably the strangest and most unexpected moment on this album is about twenty-five seconds in. It cuts away to a baby laugh and a cash register sound. Kevin then begins again, flowing over a simple beat with a cricket sample in the background. He switches his flow yet again to a faster pace, to a faster paced beat, and even a faster paced flow. And with a minute left, he lets the instrumental fade out, uh, as he did in, on Mississippi. And I don't know if I really like that. I think it's okay. It's a bit, it's a bit lazy. I think because I wish he would finish out the track, but I think from artistic standpoint he's just letting it play out as he's finished what he had to say so that's okay i think track number eight easily my favorite song on the album titled peach at two minutes and 57 seconds it starts with a, a melodic and pop type beat with kevin sounding unusually upbeat it begins with what seems like happy love feel love filled lyrics but as the song gets turned as the song goes on, it turns increasingly sad as Kevin explains where he went wrong with relationships and friendships. And even with that, I think it's a really catchy song. For sure, front runner. I really love everything about it, the way he sounds, his lyrics, the way he's able to change the mood halfway through. He continues to pour all of his emotions and feelings on each and every track. And that's able and that shows a true talent and a true mastery of his skill and i think the way he does this is a fantastic and very creative uh, expression track number nine is titled american problem at three minutes and 11 seconds it opens with wedding like sounds a string quartet and church bells that cuts to kevin sounding like an alien but then right after that as soon as it started it ends and he cuts to an upbeat flow in a higher than normal pitch. With multiple references to drug and alcohol use, he sings, I can't sleep next to nobody that don't look like you, obviously missing someone. Talking about his homosexuality in high school and beyond, saying he's just another American problem brings to light how he feels the LGBT community is treated in today's world. I think bringing this onto the track and the album as a whole is a risk, but I think it really paid off with this song. I think it's really, he advocated for, he advocated it and showed his problem that he has in a really creative way. And I think it's a good song overall. Track number 10 is titled Crumble. At three minutes and eight seconds, it begins with a country music feel, but with a rap twist. The guitar sounds country-like, but Amir, not Amir excuse me, Kevin is rapping like normal, 
changes start, changes show up pretty fast in this out, pretty fast into the song, as Kevin's normal flow is replaced with a a weirder flow, more not not as crisp as it is normally, more all over the place, but he brings in his feelings of loneliness, how he cries a lot, and even uh, brings being called a slur onto the song as it all seems to come out as he literally crumbles on this track. The song fades to the same guitar that started and Kevin repeats, I feel like crumbling, I feel like crumbling, which is pretty sad to see this as this album is going on. He started at such a high point, but towards the end of this album, he's just totally falling apart. He's totally, he just, it's, he's struggling to stay together, stay afloat. And it's pretty sad to see that. So as he finishes the album, track number 11, Boyer, at 1 minute and 57 seconds, the final track comes in with an instant fast-paced rapping over a fast beat. As he explains, ever since high school, he can't breathe, and he's depressed every week, and he needs pills to go to sleep. This is just the icing on top of a depressing story of a young, black, gay man dealing with the pressure of success and the pressures of society. I think the way he brings these out, these issues to light is incredible. It's so creative. The way he's able to do this, he uses so many different sounds, so many different skills, so many different beats, and it's so versatile, and it's really something to marvel at. So my final thoughts, Kevin, it's obvious he's an incredibly talented rapper and songwriter. His influence from Brockhampton shows up, and I think it shows up just enough to where it's not overbearing and really is enjoyable. His depressing lyrics pull at all the heartstrings, and as I said multiple times, he totally pours his heart out onto every track. He deals with so much trouble, and he's able to turn these into beautiful sounding songs. He's able to take issues that he's faced his entire life and put them on a track and he wants to become better. He wants to make himself better. And I think that's really mature. And I think it's really, it's really incredible to see him doing this. While at times I didn't enjoy his vocal sound or his choice of words, the high moments definitely overshadow the low ones. It makes me believe in Kevin that he, that one day he'll make it past this and he'll strive and prosper to a happier mental and he'll just con- he'll just continue to release music like this. Overall, I think this is a spectacular album. Very little I disliked. My favorite song on this album has to be Peach. My least favorite song, I have to say, there are no bad songs on this album. I didn't enjoy a single song. Each song was almost was just as good as the next one, and there's no way I could even say I had a least favorite song. My rating for this album is a strong 9 out of 10. I highly recommend this to anyone who likes that depressing, but also upbeat kind of sound. While it is depressing, I think you can still look past that, and it's still such a good vibe-filled album with all the samples, instrumentals, and I think this is an album that is so underappreciated. And it deserves a spot on this podcast because this album is a masterpiece, in my opinion.
Kevin is so versatile. He's so everything. I've already said everything, but he's just, he does so well with taking his problems, taking his issues, putting them on tracks, and making amazing music out of them. And I really hope you guys will check this album out. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch up with you later. All right.